Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> Can you hear me? Um, before we say anything, I'd like to address the rumors. I am in my pajamas. <gasps> it is almost 3 p.m., but it is a Saturday. I think that's allowed. I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> that's a sweater. I, I can sleep in a sweater. <laughs> I'm wearing I'm wearing a full tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, you're in a tuxedo with loafers. <laughs> Yep, I sleep in my loafers. You never know when some your ops are coming and you got to get out. <laughs> right, that's what I like. I literally said this to you today because of a premise, but that's what I like about Planet Fitness is there will literally be men in there in full-on suits and loafers running on the treadmill. That's so insane. They they know that somebody's going to come get them soon. And they ought to be ready. Literally, that's how I know. It's like a... like. If I, I'm not even a big, you know, I don't think I'm a really a big gym rat. Like, I don't really know how to do anything. I have to read the instructions a lot before I do a new machine. But if I'm like, I really don't think you should be working out in that. Like yesterday, this woman was in super short shorts, which is fine. You can work. I think that's I wouldn't want to work out in too short of shorts because it feels like it would ride up too much. But mm-hmm. if you're fine with that, um, crop top, normal. And then hair and pigtails, fine. Full face and makeup, fine. Came from fine. somewhere fine but but then she was wearing i'm not kidding knee high lace-up boots with like five inch heels on them what and she was doing like trying to do like lunges but she wasn't lunging all the way i'm like yeah you can't because you're in high fucking heels i think that sounds like the a chiropractor's worst nightmare like <laughs> you know what i want you to do is go exert your body but your feet have to be up like a barbie <laughs> and she was doing um I was like in the same room as her and I was stretching and she was doing like a uh, band exercises and I I was just like the boots were like every time she would go down I turn my music up the big ass boots would just clonk on the ground <laughs> I was like girly get some what are you doing get some tennis shoes I mean it does sound like people are pre- preparing for some sort of uh, Olympic event that doesn't exist yet I feel like I am amazed I haven't seen any LARPing, like any LARPing preppers there. Because <laughs> it's always some woman in jeans and a pair of Toms running her heart out on the treadmill. That's so bad for your uh, ins- your insole or what's it called? Terrible. Your, your arches. Terrible for your arches. Terrible. So funny. Yeah, I want to see somebody dressed up like a full like D&D wizard just <laughs> shooting firebolts on the treadmill no on the elliptical that'd be more fun yes i literally bet on halloween people just come in their fucking costumes oh my god please videotape that day i know it's uncool to videotape at the gym but do that i will it's so different because i'll take i do planet fitness and then i'll go take workout classes and the workout classes i take it's all like everyone's in their little matching lululemon sets (laughs) you know everyone's doing their little two two pound dumbbells we're all doing the thing and then planet fitness just feels like who's who's whose aunt is this (laughs) whose aunt is this in her nightgown in her slippers lifting your aunt stopped taking her antipsychotic medication (laughs) and you need to pick her up from the planet fitness (laughs) 
it's just i mean i love it i i can't i can't say i don't i i do love it i love the vibe that people just come uh, in things they they really probably aren't good for them overall to wear i appreciate an unhinged gym workout vibe it feels like they're all like freshmen in college and they're like rushing to get to like the dining hall before it closes so they're in like their pajamas and shit yeah literally in doc martens and pajama pants <laughs> lifting weights i'm like what Come just on. makeup pouring down their face from the night before <laughs> uh, yeah so much so much makeup so much elaborate makeup which i guess if you're coming from but it, it doesn't that give you if i work out in makeup i get acne but i'm just very sensitive but i'm cool like that but i'm just cool and sensitive like that my skin's oh i see you're drinking out of your water bottle and not your um big water bottle i bought you oh i'm oh. Sa <laughs> listen to, i'm oh, saving oh, that oh. <laughs> I just washed it because I'm doing a sketch with it later. Oh, oh, really? It's going to so be the sketch? Yeah, so it's going to be the star, which is one of the topics I was going to uh, pick for today of what we were talking about. Uh, but while we're still on the um, bad attire, I found out my dad doesn't like to go to my mom's favorite Mexican restaurant in Hendersonville because okay. too many people wear open-toed shoes there. <laughs> I mean, I guess my biggest <laughs> advice for him would be keep your eyes off the ground, buddy. <laughs> Pete, up here. Up here, Pete. <laughs> and then my mom was telling me that she doesn't like it when people wear pajamas to the Ingles, um, which is our grocery store. Uh, and I'm like, I mean, I I get it. You're, you know, you're a boomer. But then she told me people are wearing like their bathrobes there. And I'm like, that's where I will draw the line bathrobe is much too far that's an insane thing to say you know it's cold outside and instead of a jacket i'd like my mildewy old bathrobe <laughs> one time in college um we had to do this thing in the theater degree where we had to work like backstage on one of the shows when you were an underclassman so i worked backstage on xanadu it was literally awful but um do you know <laughs> the musical xanadu yeah it had olivia newton john in it yeah, it's so bad. I mean, it's fun. I like the music, but like the experience was awful. And I had to wear all black um, to be backstage. Mm. And I was really, it was really cold back there, but I didn't have a black jacket. So I asked my roommate, Elisa, who is literally on Broadway now. She's amazing. She's like touring right now with Mama Mia, one of my best friends. But um, it's crazy. I asked her, yeah, she's, she's a talent from God. And I mean that. I asked her, she's a very fashionable, always had really nice clothes, great eye, good at thrifting. And I was like, hey, can I like borrow like something like a sweater, a black sweater or a jacket to wear? And she was like, yeah, look through my closet, whatever, whatever you find, it's yours. So I find something. I find like this long black like cardigan. I wear that. I come home that night and I have like a big jacket on over it. And she's like, oh, what did you end up? How was it? What did you end up wearing? And I take off the jacket and she's like, Tamar, that is my bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> I wore this bitch's bathroom <laughs> all weekend backstage at this thing. But I thought it was like a long, like I'm not good at with style. I thought it was like a long duster cardigan. Yeah. Like, and I didn't, I think I didn't notice the thing that like ties had fallen out. So it was just the little hoops that I did not notice. Yeah, I think that would have given it away as the the sash, but I I feel like that's a maybe an honest, honest mistake. <laughs> maybe the sash was there, and I'm just trying to like justify it. But I had, and you was when you pointed out, I was like, oh yeah, I've seen you in this bathrobe multiple <laughs> times. I knew I'd seen this somewhere. <laughs> it was so thin, like it wasn't big and fluffy, and I really thought it was a duster. 
That's so funny. And I wore it for a whole weekend. Theater gave me uh, a weird mental problem with different color blacks. Because before you're in theater, black is just black. Like, pants, shirt. And then you get on stage and one is, like, very clearly gray. Yeah. They make Yeah, still to this day. Yeah. Doing a lot of acting gave brain. me body dysmorphia, but it gave you color dysmorphia. It did. It did. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I was definitely a backstage kid, not a onstage yeah. child. And let me just say, when I say body dysmorphia, I mean because I got cast so much as trees and inanimate objects. Um, <laughs> I do believe I look like a tree or a dog. <laughs> two enemies, actually. <laughs> My two biggest enemies. <laughs> Um, so speaking of the, the water thing, that was what the thing, cause we were going to talk about, um, what, what made us Republicans this week. Mm-hmm. And mine is, um, Stanley Tumblers. <laughs> Go on. Cause uh, I watched a whole bunch of TikToks about how, um, like Target came out with like an exclusive collab with it and people mm-hmm. were waiting in line like it was Taylor Swift tickets. That's tough. Yeah. And like, maybe not even Republican, because I know they love consumerism, but like, made me feel like a boomer. Like, you don't need that cup. You you don't need that $50 (laughs) cup. Oh, you have $150 cups? Well, why don't you buy a car instead? And you know what's crazy? Because the ones we have, I got them from TJ. Because what I will say, it's fun seeing the the water bottle trends. We've gone through so many. You know, Mm -hmm. it was... uh, I'm forgetting the other ones that were big. I remember all the other ones I had. First of all, you have to follow the nurses. The nurses are the ones that are up to date. Like the next water bottle the nurses have, that's going to be the one that's in trend. Mm-hmm. Um, I never, but what I do like about a cup like that is the straw. I was never a straw person, but when you're working out and on the go or in the car, I always spill water on myself, which maybe is... um. Maybe I need to go to the doctor, but uh, <laughs> I have spatial awareness problems. It turns I, out <laughs> I really do. So I like the straw, no spillage. Um, mm. But the thing is, so the Stanley Cup's $50. The ones we have are like 15 bucks, but they're just as like they insulate. If I put yeah. ice cold water in there, it stays cold for a couple days. Yeah, all day. You put ice in there, like I'll have it all day at work and it's great. So there is no fucking difference between the cups, except that that one is a I saw a video um, on TikTok of this little girl. I mean, it was sweet, but she must have been eight years old. And I guess all she wanted was a Stanley Cup for Christmas. And her dad got her like a hot pink Stanley Cup. Very cute. And she saw was that one. She was crying. Yeah. Getting the cup, which I guess is like, you know, no different than a toy or something. But I was like, that's so fucking funny. This eight year old wants like a corporate Stanley Cup. But like, I think it is. I mean, it's not different than a toy in that it was like marketed to her as like this valuable item but imagine giving a child a cup just just like if without the hype like i got you a cup like a kid would be like this is worse than socks i know that's such a hanukkah gift a cup a cup that's that's night two gifts yeah Uh, and i love the cup because it makes me drink water but are children drinking lots of water i could not tell you no, then, they're not. I work no. at a camp and they don't fucking drink water at all. You have to tell them to drink water. Yeah. Let's have to tell Cadence too. And she really refuses. She wants a tiny Stanley cup. What's um, the, I'm just out of curiosity. What's the new Stanley cup look like? It's bright pink. It's the one that was in that video. Oh, that is pretty cute. And like, 
I saw another video where a guy took his like 10 year old daughter to Target at like 1 a.m. and they waited to like four when other people started showing up and then they got in line. So they were like first in line and like this one was very calm. Like they just had like a row of carts leading you to the cup and they only have like 40 cups. So this line is like way longer than 40 people. Like if I saw that, I would just turn around and go home. So like she's very excited about the cup. And then I saw another one where like these two girls like went to a different target where you could get two cups each. And it was like like that Black Friday sale kind of shit. That is I've never really been an in line person thing. Like I'm not I went to brunch for the first time on like a Saturday on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. And that is probably the first time in uh, I'd say seven years that I've gone out to to knowing I was going to have to wait in line to eat somewhere. Yeah. But and like I am not like the other day there's a Christmas bar in Atlanta called Miracle. It's like very cool on the inside. I think I told you this very Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Maybe didn't. And when I left coming out of the movie theater, which was right next to it, it was pouring in rain, cold. And there was a line all the way around the building. For That's people insane. to get into this bar and me and Zach were just like, is it worth it for your Instagram grids people? Like, go somewhere else, get your vodka soda and come back. And like it is pouring rain. You are getting wet and cold to what? Be it, it around lights? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't love the yeah, like that. That's definitely a making me a Republican thing. Like, oh, I'm gonna just like <laughs> you're gonna get sick out in the rain. Sorry about it. And then you're just going to be in this room with other people taking pictures of the same. Like, it's very boring. The cup is just like, that is so, I'll be honest, that is, and I like, I love a cup, but that is embarrassing. If you stood in line, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, you should be ashamed. If you stood in line for five hours to get a fucking Stanley Cup, I could see it for like, oh, an artist's new album or like at least something that has some. But once you get the cup, that's it. That's it. You can't go home and put the cup into a record player. You just got to put water in it. Yeah, it's just another thing to have because like TikTok is like blowing up with it. Like, because I remember like Nalgene bottles. That was like the one when I was in high school. You had to have the Nalgene. It wouldn't break, blah, blah, blah. But I don't remember anybody being like, I stood in line to get this. Um, Now when I see someone that has that Stanley Cup, I'm immediately going to have a prejudgment about you. Yeah. If I had this, if someone gifted me that, I would have to put a sticker on it that says this was a gift. <laughs> well, one girl goes, I loved the, you know, they have like that paper label on it. She's like, I love the the label. So it's so cute. I laminated it. And then she like made it so it was like permanently attached to the cup. And I'm like, just so you can let people know it's a Stanley cup. Ding, 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 ding. That made me a Republican. Yeah. Or a it- boomer. And then they talked about, like, um, why it's popular. And I forgot what the guy did before this, but the guy who's, like, responsible for making them popular um, basically, like, tapped into the Mormon population in Utah because all they drink is cold drinks because John, whatever, John Smith said no hot coffee, no hot tea. So they needed something that kept their, like, Diet Coke cold all day. And so, like, it's uh, mostly, like, college-educated women higher income and so, like, that's, like, the perfect storm for selling something like that. And so once you got all of them in on it, then that's, like, when it really went crazy and started taking off. Well, what I read, too, that originally they didn't even market it towards women. They were marketed it prob- probably towards Mormon. That makes sense. Mormon people. But 
men in like working like working class men Mm -hmm. but then women really started to like it so they changed they like completely dropped all everything they were marketing towards all the advertising they completely started coming out with different colors and everything yeah to to, to get the ladies it reminds me of the yeti cooler stuff like a couple years ago because i remember being like who would spend that kind of money it's like oh it keeps it cold for 10 days it's like i'm not camping for t- i'm not going to a cookout for 10 days like yeah that's gross you shouldn't have water in a cup for 10 days that's how you get mold yeah uh so i thought that was a very uh interesting so i'm gonna do a, a video with the cup that you gave me and i made like a label that says dumb bitch juice on it <laughs> and then i'm just gonna <laughs> describe how violently i had to procure this cup <laughs> That's a very good idea. That's also going to get a lot of engagement because some people are going to be like, look at you making fun of someone just for doing something they like. Hey, Mm -hmm. you're not a feminist because you're making fun of a woman who is just standing in line for 17 hours and injuring an elderly lady trying to get her (laughs) medication from the pharmacy (laughs) to get her big, dumb fucking cup. Big, dumb fuck. And getting two of them, like I was looking on like a resale site. They're reselling them for like $150. This cup I'm holding right here, because I have two cups. I have my outdoor cup, which I left somewhere last night. Thank you very much. <laughs> and my indoor cup. This cup, Marshalls. Okay? Came with a pair of disgusting earmuffs. I'm not going to wear them. <laughs> $13. Great cup. Great cup. And, and even $13 is a lot for a cup. But this one's hot pink and has a good texture that makes makes my little brain happy. So I'm going to spend the money. Yeah, well, I think it's good to have, like, a reusable cup, for sure, reusable straws. But that's, like, these people are buying, like, 50 of them. What? They're trying to be, like, I mean, Trisha Paytas. She has a, do you know Trisha Paytas is? I do, unfortunately. I'm sorry I even asked you. Um, <laughs> oh, That was offensive of me. I'm like, have you been on the internet in the past 10 years? Um, I mean, I, I think if you asked a lot of people, they wouldn't know who she was. But, okay. yeah, just the the memes and the ethan klein i love proximity. her unfortunately i'm a trisha paytas apologist she could do no wrong in my and she's done wrong but not in my eyes <laughs> she is so funny her tiktok everything about her it just really really tickles a good part of my brain but she has like a whole ass cabinet that you open up and it's like she has a thousand stanley cups and all most of them are bedazzled oh my god and i see that and i'm like see that's what i i either want all of them or none Mm-hmm. not two yeah two of the same one dude so bizarre i don't even know what to do if i had a kid and they like wanted that sort of thing because i wouldn't know how to explain it i'm like you don't want it you just think you want it mm-hmm. like yeah what do you do get them a knockoff version and then they're upset about it like I think it's better just to not have one. Like, I don't think that that guy was teaching his daughter a great lesson being like, this is what we're doing as a family going out at 2 a.m. to (laughs) scout the cup store. To get a cup. I think why I will never fall victim to these things is because I think people see things like that. And on TikTok and stuff, there's this very nice aesthetic painted with it. The aesthetic like, oh, here's my morning routine. I wake up, look at my tile counter my nice organized bins taking a drink out of my Stanley cup. But luckily I don't have, like I wake up and like there is two dirty tissues on my desk right now (laughs) and a t-shirt I got for my dad that's wrapped in a rubber band. Um, The note you left me when you stayed here have not done it just right here because I don't want (laughs) to throw it away. 
Um, there's a speaker. There's here, look at this. What's this? An envelope for a main event uh, for <laughs> a late laser tag tickets in here. And my bathroom, no organization. So it's like if I had a Stanley Cup, that's not all of a sudden gonna fix all of this. It's not gonna all of a sudden make this aesthetic like ooh, look, I have different shapes of ice in my ice tray. No, it's just going to be glitter on a shit sandwich. <laughs> and I think people think the Stanley Cup can fix their shit sandwich, but I think you just need to clean. And I'm talking to myself right now, really. I think I just need to clean. I need to clean, too. And I told Chris yesterday that, and he's like, don't... He, I said, I like to see my things, but I don't like them to be this messy because I just have, like, piles of shit everywhere. He's like... Hey, the things deserve to be seen too, you know? That's a man that doesn't want to clean. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's all my mess. Like, he has, like, no mess. Yeah, I'm messy. I'm not dirty. No, I'm dirty too. I'm messy and I'm dirty. But <laughs> I know that's right. I'm um, filthy and I'm sloppy. It just, once <laughs> it starts, I think I'm just going to pay someone to come in, give it a deep clean. Then I'm going to maintain that. I think that's a good idea. And yeah, I'll do it at that point. It's going to be easier. And before they even do that, I need to still clean up. Isn't that crazy? Like, my uncle used to have, like, maids come in once a week, and we'd all have to, like, run around the house and clean before the maids got there. Yeah, cleaning to be cleaned. Mm-hmm. I think it's a Seinfeld trope, but I'll, I'll still you, say. Did you live with your uncle? I did. When I lived in uh, Florida uh, for, like, I lived there for, like, four years, but, uh, after I broke up with my boyfriend, I was like, well, I don't know where to live. So I, I lived with my this. uncle in my uh, my cousin Jennifer's child-sized bed. Didn't he have something quirky about him? I'm trying to remember. He sold um, Advocare, which is like an MLM <laughs> thing. And he's he's super Republican, um, but he's very uh, uh, body negative, I would say. <laughs> about other people or about himself? Both. Like, <laughs> what he's one time I remember this is so I did the ad like because he had it at the house. So he was like, here, take this, this and this like shakes and all this. I was like, OK, whatever. And I did lose some weight on it. But then eventually, you know, you, a bitch has to eat at Burger King. Yeah. Uh, And I remember like we're. Oh, he's also crazy about like he wanted to win a trip to Hawaii. So he wanted to get to diamond level status in this MLM. So he made me and Jennifer decorate the kitchen like a luau to. <laughs> be like a, a a living vision board basically and I got up on this like wicker chair and he goes careful there's a lot more Katie than there used to be and I like literally pulled back like I was about to like I was above him and I was like so I want to hit him so bad like I've never wanted to punch a family member quite like that that is insane why do all why did all family members like that I don't know and then also he's 69 and is uh expecting his second child with his new wife so I think that's a very normal age to, to have a new, make a whole new family. Oh my God. How old is new wife? Um, my age? Like she's between like, 17? I think, Je yeah, <laughs> she like Jennifer's like four years younger than me. So she's like probably 35, 36. Damn, that sounds like a scene out of a TV. Just you guys decorating the that TV show. I meant to say you guys decorating. I can see it so clearly in my head. And yeah. <laughs> Um, one time when I was a chubby little kid, my grandma, who I love very much, my grandma and my aunt, who I both love, do love dearly, favorite family, you know, some of my, you know, love them, some of my favorite people, but they would always <laughs> body shame me so much when I was young. 
And one time, it's so funny looking back at it because I was like nine and they were being like, like one time we got a, like, I was, we were in the mountains and I hadn't eaten. And my mom picked me up like a little like personal pizza and we were like eating it. I was eating it on the way home and my grandma's in the front and she's like, should you really be getting her that pizza? Like, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. And my mom, my mom was so good. My mom was like, um, yeah, she hasn't eaten anything. And my grandma was like, well, she kind of eats a lot like most of the time and I was so upset and I was like looking back oh and then another and another time my aunt like poked it like my like my little fat rolls and she was like what is that she was like I haven't had that since I didn't get that till I was 30 and I'm looking back and I was like I was six years old like it was I supposed to have six pack like did you guys want me to have a flat stomach and double like you wanted me to have tits like what is going on here I never see a kid and I'm like, damn, that kid should be have Sofia Vergara's figure by now. <laughs> <laughs> or an adult for that matter. Yeah. Like kids kids cannot help what they look like. And also they have to eat food. Like Yes, they're literally growing. Yeah. You see a baby and you're like eight pounds, huh? Should have been six. Literally. Let's see a baby like eight pounds. All right, let's hope you can lift double that to work all out all those fat rolls off. <laughs> A chubby kid, gross. You know what's you know you know what's gross? A skinny kid. No, none of it's gross. But like, it's so. I'm like, you wanted me to have. You wanted me to work out. Like, I don't have a workout regimen. I'm going to school and you know, going to tutoring. If I see a little child, I want to see a. I want to see a cherubic baby. You know what I mean? I want to see. see. There's nothing wrong with that. I want a chunker. <laughs> my grandma did apologize to me because my mom told her that I was very upset and I was like god I hope that's not something that just happens when you get older no I would never fucking think that or say that I remember the only thing my mom ever said to me was like one time I said I was gonna start wearing makeup and then a couple months later she goes I thought you said you were gonna start wearing makeup and I was like well I didn't it's pretty funny pretty funny older women are pretty funny (laughs) pretty silly oh my god shelly has pretty funny no sorry you shelly just has some pretty funny stories about those those types of things oh does she do them interact no no she really should yeah i would love to hear that uh Uh, i did have a moment yesterday because i am despite um eating non bagels and um fried rice when i was in uh the south i'm back on i'm back on the keto train so i went out to eat with um carmen and uh jackie cation yesterday and they both both ordered sandwiches which i would have loved to enjoy a sandwich <laughs> but i ordered a caesar salad and like jackie cation gave me shit about it i'm like wait i thought we were in la i thought this was the opposite i thought everybody was ordering salads no one's safe now you either get shamed by your family for eating the sandwich or you get shamed by your friends for eating a salad it is true you can't you cannot let anyone know you're on a diet because they will make fun of you for it yeah and i didn't even say that i mean carmen knows she calls it are you still being good and i'm like yeah good i guess still (laughs) whatever eggs bacon and salad so good yeah no moral judgments here yeah uh but yeah jackie was excited it was also like a 13 dollars caesar salad was with no on it no the chicken would have made it like over 20 so i just went for the caesar salad because i'm like that's enough so the guy goes do you want chicken on it and i go no and then she goes oh like a mm. i was like okay well it's really want- 
a price thing because I would eat chicken. You want to buy my chicken? You know, next time you tell me and I will Venmo you the $6 for chicken because I don't want my Katie going hungry when she's out and about. <laughs> I want to order the Caesar salad. They bring it to me and I get the Venmo and I go, I can have chicken now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, bring out the chicken. A side of it, please. Bring me the chicken. So you did Caesar salad, no croutons. Well, I didn't even say no croutons to the waiter because I didn't want to um, endure more judgment. But when it came out, all it had were two pieces of like square bread that had been toasted that weren't mixed in. And I was like, this is an ideal crouton situation for me. So you just pulled them to the side? I just moved them to the side and I said, be good. And I patted them on the heads. I said, if you were chicken, I'd eat you. Send them on their way. Excuse me, were these croutons made with chicken by chance? <laughs> and then like they're over there eating fries. And I was like, God, those fries look so good. Look um, so last nice. night for dinner, I had um, uh, pretty much almost an entire can of refried beans from the can. I and that I love that story. I was hoping you'd put it on your like actual grid. <laughs> what? Just the can? Just you eating, like you explaining you eating the can. I think would be like a very good video to put on the on the feed. Oh, I think I think it'd maybe. get the engagement. Maybe I will. I'll save it right now. You know what I should do, honestly? I should do a series of my girl, of my little, my fu I have a lot of dinners like this that people would not like. Oh, you should totally do make that like a series of like, what are you eating? I will. Because I got a cursed, um, I got a lot of feedback about that video. People being like, why are you eating it from the can? I'm like, because it's, it's like, why not put it in a dish? I'm like, because it is in a dish. It's in a can. It won't look better in a dish. I'll tell you it, that. I think the can not. is saving you a lot of aesthetic problems, honestly. The worst part is the first, when you first open it up, because before you put the spoon in, it does just look like dog food. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks identical. It has the gleam on it. It looks like dog food. But that first spoon in there is good. And the thing is, I eat cans of beans a lot for like a quick dinner before I have to go to a show or something. I haven't done refried beans in a while. And I will be honest, it, they were delicious. I love refried beans, but I will be honest, I ate them much too fast because you can eat chickpeas pretty quickly and you'll feel fine. And that's usually the bean. I ate them much too fast and my stomach throughout the night was not <laughs> thrilled about it. My first comedy set of the night was the weakest set. And I wonder if it had anything to do with the fact that I was being weighed down by the feeling of having to shit and an entire can of beans. I thought it was. I thought they were low sodium beans, and then I look, I went, "Oh, they're low fat beans," because there was um probably enough sodium in there to kill a horse. But so you're just like thirsty as fuck on stage, and like the beans have reformed a can in your stomach. Yes, thirsty, having to poop, <laughs> um, and then later at school, I had a couple tater tots, and I was like, "This, I shouldn't eat these." But uh, my other go-to, yeah, I should do that because that's a good dinner for me. My other go-to girl dinner after like if I'm gone, if, if I didn't have time to eat before, I'm out doing shows and I come back. It is um an entire block of tofu and a, <laughs> a few a few walnuts. Ooh, I love a walnut. I love walnuts. Add some, put some salt on the tofu, some hot sauce. Again, I really like these. I like that a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm not like, oh man, I wish I had. No, I'm I'm enjoying it. I've had your I've had your cooking like your breakfast with the tofu scramble delicious so good and then I go like could I eat like this and I'm like I have, I don't know how to make it it's uh, easy I've tried to make tofu before and it never came out good I think maybe I didn't press it enough I'll teach you how to make the scramble scramble is so easy to make okay um 
And then after a while, like the super firm tofu from Trader Joe's, I just like eating it plain. Interesting. That's cold the girl or dinner. hot? Just cold from the fridge. Cut it up, some salt, some hot sauce, and some walnuts. That's that's dinner. That doesn't sound bad. But yeah, I it's... think you should definitely make these into people have opinions. Oh, there's opinions. Let's see what else. Um, a lot of not good ones. I'll be honest. A lot of it's a lot of bean tofu from the can. Well, you also make the big salad, which <laughs> would take me like two hours to eat. I think I do. I do make a big salad. It's um. Zach will always get on me because I'll sometimes eat the salad and then I won't eat anything till dinner. And he's like, that's not enough food. And I'm like, actually, it literally is. <laughs> it's probably like it's probably almost <laughs> probably 800 calories worth of salad, if not more, because it's like a shit ton of kale, a shit ton of brown rice, um, a, a protein, which is a bean or a tofu, um, then some vegan cheese, then some a nut, a walnut, maybe. Um, if I do tofu, there's edamame in there. There's avocado. And then I do oil and vinegar. Um, that's a lot of food. Yeah. And it's, like, actually good food that's, like, you know, like, healthy. Yeah. But you can't eat it too many times in a row. Sometimes I'll, I'll eat it, too, like, every single day. And then my it's not, it's not good for my digestive tract. <laughs> it's good to take breaks on the digestive tract and instead eat uh, an nearly an entire can of refried beans in the course of 10 <laughs> minutes like a dog when i was when i was in so much pain though at the show i was like oh that poor dog <laughs> that poor dog that cheech fed all those fucking refried beans too because i was in pain <laughs> not felt brain foggy too did not feel well <laughs> the dog is still alive so i think that is hopeful for you that is good that is good uh, I just realized it's January 6th, so happy January 6th. Thank you so much to all who celebrate. To all who celebrate. It's the third anniversary, which I remember so distinctly because I was it was when I was remote every day. And uh, I remember just sitting there watching it like this is the most entertaining thing that's ever happened on the news in my life. And not like not being like, oh, 9-11 was like it's obviously worse and people are glued to the TV, but this was like much lower stakes. Do you oh know what God. I mean? Yeah. Like, except oh, sorry, people going. died. I know. I know people died, but like one person. Yeah. I think one lady from Georgia got trampled. <laughs> sorry. That's like not funny, but it's just like, I mean, like, what are you guys doing out there? Um, I remember the anchors being like, this is the saddest day this country has seen since 9-11. And I'm like, are you a fucking idiot? They're just walking around in the goddamn Capitol. This is offensive to anyone that's been affected by 9-11. Mm -hmm. Like, these hillbillies are just being hilarious right now. They were being pretty funny. Shitting on Pelosi's desk. Pretty funny. Stealing the podium. That guy was having the time of his life. And then all of them getting caught so fast because they were all recording it and posting it to their own social medias. Hilarious. Amazing. Amazing. Like, just truly, like, big brain stuff. How did um two people die or one? Two? Um, so there was the lady who got shot because she was climbing through the window. There was the lady who got trampled. And then I think there was maybe, like, one or two more. And then the one that the Republicans get mad about is, like, being, like, Oh, Brian Sicknick, uh, that cop, he oh, died. Yeah. 
but they said he died from something unrelated. It's like, I am sure that the stress of that situation and getting hit in the head with a fire extinguisher didn't help. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, one, that one's pretty sad. Um, yeah, crazy shit. Can you imagine, like, a family members of your passed away and you have to tell people it was because they were storming the Capitol? Yeah. <laughs> like, I would just be like, uh, I would have to lie. My Aunt Jackie tried to send me some pictures of a guy that kind of looked like my Uncle Bob. And she was like, Bob was at the Capitol. I'm like, Bob was not at the Capitol. <laughs> Unless he was trying to sign people up for some new, you know, supplements. He was not at the Capitol. Like, let's be real. He has yeah. MAGA hats, but I don't think he's that um, motivated or committed to the cause. If Bob was at the Capitol, he'd be like, I'm just so happy it's the first time I'm seeing all these fatsos get their steps in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Storm to... walk marathon? <laughs> he goes up to Trump. He's like, there's a lot more Donald these days. <laughs> there is a lot more Donald. People there are saying a... it's the most Donald they've ever seen. <laughs> Okay, we're back. So I'm gonna show you what made me Republican this week, and this is an act. You know, these it's a it's a type of video, and it's a type of video that I shit watch quite frequently. I think I've probably shown you some, but it's gone a little too far. I think. <laughs> so I'm gonna show it to you first, and then I will describe it here. I'll send it to you on your phone. Okay, and then I will describe it to the listeners. And if y'all want listeners, I can post um, a whole example of this type of uh, video on the Instagram. Okay, I just sent you on Instagram, Kitty. So basically it says, POV, you open the elevator. And this it, these, these are like POV videos. And the music's playing. It's like, ah, come on. And the girl opens the elevator and it's four guys. They all look like, um, how do I put this? Twinks. Uh, they all are in their little suits. They're like Instagram hot and the guy is like looking at you like he thinks you're cute. He's like kind of eye fucking you a little bit and like smiling you and flirting with you. These videos, there are these videos, these these people on Instagram, they're, they're usually men and they'll be shirtless and they'll be like POV, we're fighting over you. <laughs> and then it's him and his friend and they're mouthing the lyrics to a Justin Bieber song. But they're like fine. They bite their lip at the camera. And then all the comments are like, oh, my God, I'm blushing. But I'm like, you guys are adults. And the only people watching your videos are children. Yeah. Like y'all are trying to get teenage girls horny. And it's the first time in my life I'm like, we need to protect the kids. <laughs> yeah. It is very it, this is a very I can't stop watching it on loop. <laughs> POV you enter the elevator no I would go oh it's full <laughs> oh I'll take also, the next one <laughs> also in the video the guy who does the eye fucking someone throws him a disco ball and he's holding the disco ball and the caption's like on the way to the party and I'm like what party are they like hey man on your way over to the party can you bring the disco ball and why are they what floor are they on where they're going to the sixth floor but all of them are already in the elevator. I mean, the story's just not lining up for me. And a lot of them like live together or they they collaborate a lot and they just do like these just really sexually charged but still trying to be like four young kids. 
oh god like here's one like when he mafia he mafia throws him the, he throws him the ball and the guy he's like what the fuck and yeah he's why like, would you yeah. throw me this ball this one they do they like to do ones where they're like pov i'm the son of the lead of i'm the son of the big guy in the mafia and i'm getting your attention oh my god and like they just like it is so it, it it's so cringy and so embarrassing I like to play this game with myself a lot where it's like, what would I do if I met someone and I fell in love with them and I found out they did these videos? <laughs> like how, and I don't think I could do it. Imagine being the guy in the background who's just like, what? My what? favorite my Whoa. favorite one ever is there's one, this guy did a different guy where it's like POV, I'm fighting for you or something. And he's like really aggressively mouthing this stuff. And it's all like, I fought for you, da, da, da. And then you can just see his dad or his mom walk behind him in the background. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. It's just a lot of biting lip, growling at the camera, fixing your hair, being like, POV, POV, I just caught your boyfriend cheating on you and I'm going to... I'm gonna comfort you. And now I'm mouthing the words to dynamite by Tayo Cruz for some reason while I unbutton <laughs> my shirt. POB, it's... your dad kicks him out. What? Wait. And then you have to listen to the music. The music, it is so like they're always lip syncing things, either music or scenes from TV shows. But wait, the POV or is your dad kicks him out. Is the dad kicking him out of the dad's bedroom? Because he's coming out of a door shirtless. I feel like the narrative is um, a little convoluted for me. I think what he means is the dad is kicking him out of, like, hooking up with his daughter. But you're right. The, he is coming out. It does seem like the dad kicked him out of his own room to be in the daughter's <laughs> room without a shirt on. POV, I just finished fucking your dad. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I'm going to make one like that. Yes, please. Are you going to make that one that we filmed at the Skull? Yes, I need to edit it. Okay. I'm so excited about that one. Me too. Guys, look out. More content coming from us. Oh, guys, friggin' show. We had some big things happen with Katie Hughes. Oh, yeah. Speaking of what made me a Republican. Guys, <laughs> you might think something, this made me a Republican. Guys, you might think something seems a little different with Katie. What is it? Is it her skin? <laughs> is it her bowel movements? No, it's probably that Katie has get ready you're gonna want to if you're not already sitting you're gonna want to sit right now <laughs> and if you're a freak of the podcast i'll be honest i know you're already sitting we do not have an athletic fan base we don't say. cultivate a standing fan base <laughs> <laughs> prove me wrong prove me wrong um katie katie sounds different because she has 13.6 thousand followers on instagram that's my new dance I almost sent you a video where I was like dancing and I was like, I don't want to send tomorrow a foot pick video because I was just going to do my newest dance. Why not? You clearly don't know me at all. I'm saving that for the, the feed. Katie posted a video on Instagram. You may have seen it if you are one of the almost 30 million people that saw it. That's crazy. Truly insane. Yes, everything's changed. Um, the hole inside has been filled. Um that's what I want to know. Yeah. My mom always said everyone has a God-shaped hole in them. Turns out mine was 10,000 followers shaped. God, I just know when I hit 10K, I will never feel sad again. And have you felt that? Yeah. Feeling great. 
I will say to anybody who's considering um, up in their social media game, it fucking sucks at first. We were like, oh, I gotta do this. But like, I think we just had like so much fun this weekend. Like we made that one video of uh, we're podcasters. And then like we made the other one in the, the skull basement that you're going to put out. Like, I feel like it just makes you like go, oh, this is kind of like, oh, I don't want to put stand up every day. Well, what can I do? And it kind of makes you think of like new things. So like if I hadn't been posting that, I don't think I would have made the cadence video if I wasn't like looking for a new thing to post. So I do think it kind of like fuels like being motivated and creative and so. creative and you're right i am gonna post the little story thing i did on my grid nice and i'll just do more foods i eat i don't care i think you should i mean it's like if you have like one or two stand-up clips a week why not like supplement the rest with like authentic like day-to-day -day stuff and people are gonna enjoy that too i think really what i'll do is just post a repost once a year that squirting joke i do i yeah. used to do I have a joke, freaks. I retired. I did not do it anymore. I would say it was my first closer. Um, it's about squirting. And the end, I'm like, the, the punchline is I, I pee on somebody. And it gets so much discourse online. It's crazy. And the, all the discourse gets it all distraction. So I guess I just once a year, I'll repost it. This is my second time posting it. I think you should. I don't see. I mean, I'll, I'll post Caden's Christmas video every year. Genius. Uh, but yeah, I think that there's nothing wrong with a repost. Uh, but yeah, I was kind of thinking of this and oddly enough, like Carmen kind of pitched something similar to me, but I was like, could there be a way and maybe I'll make like a post and see like if there's 10 people who want to do it, but like to have a group of people who like you send your whatever you posted that day to the group and then everybody goes and comments on it and puts it on their story. So you immediately get like 10 comments and 10 shares. And I think that like would really help. And I think if other people wanted to do it, like if it was me, you and like eight other comics. That's a great idea. I would do that. So and like I feel like the only downside is like having to be in charge, quote unquote, in charge of something and like coordinate it and like mm -hmm. not feel like, oh, is this weird? Is this stupid? Like, but I think it would be kind of cool. Like, and obviously it would have to be people who like actually want to post videos and not just yeah. like, like some, some people that would be beneficial to. That's funny. You say that's the only downside to, to me. I thought the only downside is when someone posts something absolutely horrific and I have to share it. Oh yeah. When someone posts something like 18 rape jokes in 17 seconds. <laughs> And they're I, not funny. <laughs> I guess that's maybe the curating the the people in the group. Yeah, you got to pick the right people. Because I was talking yeah. to a bunch of people, like, because that's the thing. I, I will definitely complain about L.A. till the day I die. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I feel like I was being like a little not negative, but like honest with people, like being like, how do you like it? And it's like, I don't. I wish I, I lived here. This is this here is better here. But the whole stupid perception is reality of like social media. People are like, you're killing it out there. And I'm like, I listen to my podcast. I swear to God, I'm not. Um, but I will say like the thing that I did talk about with a lot of people was like doing this and like, like posting every day and just like being committed to it and not being precious about it. That's great. Um, so, yeah. I think yeah, you've that... inspired me. Hell yeah. I need to. Um, yeah, Katie, guys, Katie was out here. If you did not see her, your loss. Your loss. How how was your trip out here? Probably really fun because we spent so much time together, White. 
I was about to say it was a 12 out of 10. Big time. We had the best time. Uh, we did. So, yeah, I, I thought it was a really, it was a very, like, refreshing, like, rejuvenating trip. Like, it was great hanging out with you and, like, just getting to, like, do comedy and, like, be around friends again. Like, I don't know. There's something, like, it's not like out here where it's, like, you go to your show, you see if you might recognize people, you say hello, and then you go, like, I don't feel like I'm a hanger-outer, but, yeah. like. I literally was like at the skull more than I would ever be like between shows before. Like I really appreciated it being back. That's great. It's very nice. It's a good time. I loved uh, having you back. Thank you. I loved being back. And then, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to make more effort to like come back every, you know, few months and come back every few months. You can always stay with me. Yes. It was so much fun. And, uh, I, yeah, I guess the only like the only thing that's prohibitive about that is the cost of flying there and renting a car, but it was a hundred percent worth it. I mean, yeah, I guess you'd go to Flat Rock every time. Yeah. You just need a bar. You need to make your mom let you borrow her car. <laughs> One day she'll trust me. Because that way you could just take Spirit Airlines or something, bring a backpack. Like Oh yeah. You don't need everything. That is they did ride with me in my fancy um Mazda to dinner on mm. on Monday. And I'm like, oh, so you trust me to drive, but it's not your car. Okay. Oh, also you could write off all the since you're doing comedy here, can't you write off the plane tickets? Oh, that is true. So write it, write it all off. Get it all covered. Okay. I'll do that. That's a great plan. Solved. Yay, Katie's coming back. Solved. It's all getting written off. Thine seal delivered on yours. So oh, wow. We just got to think that said playing music. <laughs> playing music? Set up perfect honor to think they thought that was music. Well, that's one of your, your new goals is to uh, put uh, more musical numbers in your act. Yeah, I'm trying to sing as much as possible in my jokes love that i have one joke where i sing i'm working on another one that would involve singing there's a lot of new musical acts in atlanta you like, were here on a heavy musical act yeah a weekend we had square pizza we had good cop brad cop bob place has his new disney um medley Very i fun. loved it loved every minute of it it was great i i love musical comedy i didn't used to but i feel like the effort it takes to me now is like so astonishing that I'm like, I can't, that's really the comedy where I'm like, I can't do that. You know how you see <laughs> comics and you're like, I could do that. Yeah. But yeah, musical comedy is like, I wish I could do that. Um, speaking of Atlanta comedy, I have something on my mind I, I wanted to voice real quick. Okay. This is a PSA. This Are is we going to redact something? <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is a PSA to this person's first and last name, address, social security number. <laughs> Listen, we might have to redact. We'll see. This is just something that's been on my heart. Um, this, this is a little niche. If you don't live in Atlanta, if you don't do comedy, just hold on. Just literally 50 seconds. I have noticed I recently some um, disrespect to uh, some open mic hosts happening within the scene that I have seen with my own very two eyes, um, especially uh, some women open mic hosts. Uh, this is not a personal experience I have held recently, but I have witnessed it. And I just want to say, if you are going to open mics, um, grow the fuck up. Like, get your shit together. 
I witnessed some things last night that I was like, what the hell is going through your head? Like, if you are going to a mic and the open mic host bumps you, shut up and just do your time. Mm -hmm. It's one bump going up there and being rude about it and being rude to the open mic host about it and rolling your eyes at the host uh, isn't really going to bode well for you. No one should do that. And you are not funny enough, especially to do that. A hundred percent. And I need to know these names. Um, I will. You won't. The thing is, you won't know any of them. Oh, perfect. Well, even bet like, so if you're getting bumped, it's probably because somebody who is more established is there or somebody who comes to the mic frequently is also an open mic or said, oh, can I go? I have to do something else like putting in the t like I hate the, you know, you got to put in the time you got to do the hang. But like it's an open mic. Nobody is making you go to that one. And the fact that somebody is hosting it and being kind enough to give of their time because it is not fun necessarily. They're probably not getting paid well. It is literally the most community service comedy thing you can do. So it's like yelling at somebody on the side of the road for picking up trash and not picking up the trash you threw. It's just so rude. I witnessed a couple things last night that were so rude to this host and like was pretty beside myself about it. And I was like... I cannot believe you would act like that to anybody and especially someone who is, yeah, doing you a favor, being here from being at a mic from 1030 p.m. to 130 a.m. in the morning for free. Doing it for free so you guys can go try your jokes. Don't you better not fucking roll your eyes in her face and talk shit on the microphone poorly. Um, It just like I mean, it. She did say something. I'm not saying the name, but obviously you know who it is. But she mm -hmm. said something so funny last night. A comic got on stage, said something about like being bumped and like, oh, I thought I was going to get bumped again. And then, you know, proceeded to bomb for four minutes as we knew he would. Of course. And then she went on stage, the host, and she went, if you don't like being bumped at an open mic, try um being on TV. <laughs> nice. But That's it's a like great response. such a great response. So true. Cause that you're so right. And it's just like, I just see that. And I'm like, do you know, everyone's gets bumped. Everyone gets bumped. Everyone's gone last a lot. Like, I don't know where this entitlement comes from. And I'm there and I'm like, huh, I wonder if you would do that to a uh, Joe Smith hosting the skull. Or I wonder if you would talk that to a different open mic host who wasn't uh, a pretty lady. Like, I, I wonder how comfortable you would feel rolling your eyes at a different open mic host and i'm oh. just like that you don't you don't even have like you could be banned from there you don't have to it's, it's not your right to go up like it's mm -hmm. a business like they have the right to refuse you service and i think you people who are rude need to remember that i think yeah i i don't know like what joe or like any of the guy hosts at skull experience but i definitely got my fair share of people like i don't want to be like being disrespectful not being like oh i i deserve your respect but like you're at a club like I'm not the one who can ban you but they will listen to me when I say this person's a dick every time they come here do you know what I mean like you aren't gonna like you're a you're not funny but b you're not somebody people want to work with but then I think on the other side is like at Noni's is if somebody like pissed me off like I could be like hey I'm never gonna pull your name from the bucket I'm gonna make sure you don't get a spot like, and I don't know how it works at the mic that you're talking about. Like, if, if this host has any, like, genuine power to do that or even if he you does. Know. So, like, yeah. yeah, I think that 
I think that you should be, I think people should be very careful about like, oh, if this is my favorite mic and I get bumped, like maybe I shouldn't be a dick about, or even if it's not your favorite mic. Like if you think you deserve something, act like you've been there before, you know, like. And you do deserve so people's respect. Like everyone deserves basic respect mm -hmm. and basic respect isn't throwing a temper tantrum and trying to like make a point and embarrass someone. It's just like, so it was so just, it was really sad to see last night because I think so highly of the scene and I'm not even saying that's the scene, you know, like it, it's, I, I do think really, I think really highly of like, I just do. I think really highly of Atlanta. I think really highly of Atlanta comedy. And it was really a bummer to see multiple instances of people being really rude to this host and being really entitled. And it was really disappointing. And I felt really let down. And I was also like, huh, I see y'all and y'all want to come to my mic. Just know you're going up last. Like mm -hmm. I saw you blatantly disrespect this host. Like you like okay get ready to be impatient again for a second night this week like it's so easy just to be nice and you can be disappointed but like really you have to wait four more minutes and it's the end of the world like you already were at you if you showing up somewhere at 10 30 p.m you already knew it was going to be a long night like mm -hmm. it's just so entitled and it was so rude and it really just like disappointed me I felt very disappointed and this group in this these few people and you know it's obviously not everyone like there's so many amazing people and so many great funny awesome people at the mic but I was just like the amount yeah she's doing you all such a favor from hosting it and I know you guys like it when she hosts it because when she doesn't host it when it's a guest host the attendance is a lot lower mm -hmm. so like she brings such a special thing to the table that I know everyone appreciates and then it's like very much taken for granted from some people and like yeah it was just it was it was a I felt very sad by it and mad well I think that like the thing is is like if if you get okay a if you get bumped and you're upset about it complain to somebody later who's a, a confidant right like yes your friend yeah so then like b is that like do you live in an echo chamber where it's like yeah what a bitch man she's always putting you up last without any like self-reflection of like maybe I'm getting put up last because I get there last or because I never do good or I walk people or whatever and I think the third part of it which really shows like your um inexperience and like the reason that you get bumped is the fact that you think that it matters where you go on the show mm -hmm. the fact that you think that this four minutes like if you don't if only I'd gone four minutes ago my jokes would have been good if only I'd gone two two spots ago then i would have killed and she stopped me from killing bruh killers kill no matter where they go up on the lineup and even if everybody leaves and they go up and go hey nobody was here but i said the words the way i wanted to like that's real pro shit and i think like yeah. you have to get to that point where it's like i think that if you're friends with the host you can like tease them like i'm sure you and i did that at you know st uh, at a nonies or whatever like with our friends like like you can kind of like riff on the joke or like if somebody is really bad, you can kind of make fun oh, oh, another dick joke or whatever it is. Yeah. But like you're only like betraying yourself when you do that. Yeah, because then I saw this person go on stage, try to make try to make this mean comment about like, oh, I thought I was going to get bumped again. I keep getting bumped. And then it's like, well, now you've just dug yourself a hole because <laughs> 
everyone in this room likes this host, respects this host. You've dug yourself a hole. The jokes already weren't going to do well, but now you're there. They're extra not. Now you're bombing harder because no one's giving it up for you. Like, yeah, you're it's such a disservice to yourself. Right. You waited, waited all this, this time yeah. yes, to, to now completely um, sabotage the time. Now, like no one's giving you an unbiased listening to the jokes or like think you're mean. They don't think you're cool. Yeah. Like if you want this four minutes of jokes to kill, then don't you want to be able to do all of them every time you get on? St- like, why are you wasting time? talking shit about the host like or be clever enough to go oh I guess I got bumped because I've not been on t you know like I don't even think that's great but like I think the way that she said it's funny but I think like being like oh I was mad I got bumped and then I realized it was uh someone more famous than me let's move on yeah. like <laughs> like just having a different attitude could like change everybody's opinion about you and then or actually if you're- want you to go up Yes, if your first two jokes don't land, it's like, hmm, I was upset I got bumped, but now I understand why. Like, that would be a self-aware, a funny joke. We've got trust. And yeah, sorry to harp on it. Like, I'm sure the people who listen to this podcast who are in Atlanta comedy aren't these people. So it's like probably not even helpful to, but it just like really, like I really, it really got me because I feel like I have not felt that in a long time I think like the first time I hosted Limerick I had an incident that happened and I kind of like went off on somebody which I think maybe helped it not happen again Mm -hmm. but I feel like for the most part like I always feel very respected by the people I see all the time and again it's not respected like you're the lead but it's like everyone deserves respect like I think I respect everyone that comes in there like basic like I just don't I have not experienced what I saw last night if I experienced something like what I saw last night it's like once in a while and it's a big deal. It's it's like, oh, I haven't seen that in a while. But seeing it like multiple times to one person last night really like fucking pissed me off. Yeah. Well, I remember talking to you and I believe this person on the phone about another incident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and that really made me mad because um, I was thinking about like the advice that I would give her, which is like how to handle it and then I was like well maybe my advice isn't great like maybe I should do the opposite of my advice so I was like why don't you give him a little smooch why don't you tell him he's a big boy why don't you you know like obviously I I don't mean that um I do but I I think the the worst person I ever had to deal with and I really want to say his name but I'll just type it to you but I think I are I think I already know who it is, but he often wears um like Donald Trump like Make America yeah. laugh hats. <laughs> um, so I think that's a good clue. But like he would um he's terrible at comedy, just a, an unpleasant person to be around. And so I would be very like cold to him, like just like very like this is when you're going up. Nope, there's no more spots, whatever. But one time I caught him and I think his friend smoking weed, not a vape pen, on the porch at Noni's. And I just went out there. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, we all know Katie loves weed. You can't do this on a business's property. You can walk right over. Like, I was yeah. like. Someone is eating spaghetti and meatballs right next to you. Yeah. So I would say that's probably like the most like stern I've ever been. But like. I also understand that this person and I have very different personalities and she's a, a bubbly rainbow from heaven and um, that people do want to walk over um, lovely people like that. And I think that's yeah. fucked. And that's what's, yeah. So I have more faith in you. Do better scene. If you are one of those people that's listening to this, do the fuck better. Cause it is, I'll be honest, 
not doing a service to you. No one who, no comedian that you like in Atlanta or beyond that you respect their comedy, none of them acted how you act at an open mic right now. Mm-hmm. L- look at them now. That's not how they act now. Fucking like. comics, touring comic, T- Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany goddamn Haddish came to Limerick Junction Pub and I asked her when she wanted to go up and she was like, whenever. How long is it? Two minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish, like, who the fuck are you? Like, you know, she's she's allowed to bump everybody and do an hour and she doesn't. Yes. And she could have. But it's like still like, oh, thank you. And and, and came up and said, thank you so much for the spot. That's crazy. So it's like, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know. I feel like so much of this is just being nice. And it's just like. I think it just it just rubbed me it just rubbed me all, all the wrong ways last night seeing it like all, all we can be is I mean all, all we can be is nice and the thing is it's harder to be nice that's like a, something Shonic touched on this year and like it's harder to be nice sometimes so be nice do do the harder thing if that's hard for you and like it it will only serve you if you have to be selfish about it like being kind to people will only will only serve you yeah a hundred percent and like even if you start now hopefully people will forget what a pill you were but like that's what tamar's saying is like everybody who's like let's say at the skull like i don't i don't remember any of them ever being like unkind or like you know whatever like at shows but the people who are there who were like that it took them a lot longer to get what they wanted so start now and then i would say like yeah, start over, start fresh, make amends. But say like, sorry. I, say sorry. That would be a great first step. Um, and like you said, I don't think that the the dicks who do these things are listening. But if you're one of the kind freaks who are listening, I think that um, you know, standing up for the person who's being disrespected is also important. To where it's like, if you see that happen, maybe she's not going to say anything because she's busy hosting a fucking four hour long open mic. But, like, if you're a dude that, like, you know people respect you, like, you're up your regular skull or star bar and, like, you see – fucking call them out. Be like, hey, don't do that shit because, like, that th- – you're the person they're going to listen to more than the yes. person who they already disrespect. Yeah, and and unfortunately, that person, she will say something, but it's like, yeah, the people that are doing that are also people that only value a certain person's opinions, and it's men. Yeah. But – and I see that too. Like I said, like, I feel like we do have such a good, like, I've seen people call people out, but it's like, you just need to like, come on, like, this isn't. And everybody it's... wants to call you out on discord when it's, you know, whatever, which is, you know, fine. Like if you say something shitty on discord, yeah, you deserve to get called out, but have that same energy in real life when you really see it happen. Yeah, truly. So thank you, everyone. I don't think we have to redact that, right? No, we didn't even say anybody's names, even though I was so tempted. I think people will. If you were there, you know. Um, Yeah, soapboxing done. And like I said, that sounded so negative of I do not. I don't. I rarely have this experience. Like I, I have a very pleasant experience hosting my mics and everything, which is why it was so. uh, Shocking and upsetting to witness last night, especially. Um. I think that's interesting because I feel like when, especially when I first started hosting Noni's and I think the vibe carried over to you is that it was like the girls mic, like a place where it's like the girls are going to get respect. They're going to get stage time. I will put them up um, on the list because I don't, 
you know, want to just be a list of 18 guys, even if they're all great guys. Yeah. Like, I still think, you know, you have to have a space where it's like, this is fair. We're making it equitable. Um, and versus like a mic where it's like, oh, 50 comics are going up. So everyone will get to go up. Like, you don't quite have that same power to be like uh, the benefactor of time. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're, yeah. And when you're going down by the list. Um, so, yeah, you do have to just bump. Whereas at Limerick, the list doesn't go in order. So, and the spots are two minutes. So, if someone comes in and they're like, can I go next? It's not really a big deal to be like, um, you'll go in five minutes. You'll go in 10 minutes because there's five people in front of you. Like, mm -hmm. it's really not. And also, so, yeah. just as a side note, never put down a list when the host isn't there. That's <laughs> unnecessary. Never, never. <laughs> Don't don't fuck with the cogs in the machine things are working the way they work and yeah. every mic's different if you don't like it go somewhere else yeah truly truly um i think people should make that their new year's resolution is to be better people and comedians but what is your new year's resolution uh definitely be better person always um my new year's resolution that i really honestly it's the first week of the new year and i need to do this tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow i want to watch um, a stand-up special, a different stand-up special, at least one every single week. Nice. Um, that's that. one of mine. I just want to watch more stand-up. I used to watch so much stand-up, and then I feel like when I started doing it, I stopped watching it as much. Um, like, when I wanted to watch something, that just wasn't what I would click as much. So mm -hmm. I definitely want to get back on it watching it, because I love it, and it's good for me, and I just, I like it. So... And I want to read more. I've been in my reading game. I want to keep doing that. That's good for the old brain, too. Nice. Um, and I want to have more quality time with friends and family. Uh, I feel like I've had a lot of quality friend time this week that really filled my cup in a way that I was like, okay, I really need to. I need to keep doing this. Like, I need to make this an intention. Even if it's a late night, I'm going to be tired the next day for a little bit, like, it's worth it a lot of the times. So that's definitely New Year's resolution for sure. Hell yeah. Love that. How about you? Um, so, you know, be better person, better comedian, uh, try harder, you know, like all the, all the stuff that I've been, I feel like starting it before the New Year's and being like, like my boss always goes, it's either day one or one day, which I think mm -hmm. is interesting. So like saying, oh, I'm going to put it off. It's like, oh, one day, but like being like, okay, I'm going to start this in December. So I don't right now, be like first day of the new year, I'm going to be on it, whatever. Um, but then my real new year's resolution is to uh, not fall asleep with screens on. That's a good one. Cause I'm a big TV gal at night. And um, I was finding it was giving me anxiety to find something to put on before bed. That wouldn't be like, that would be calming. Like I love it. Harry Potter. I love, uh, you know, something I've seen a million times, mm -hmm. but I don't think that's healthy. And so uh, I've been doing that. I bought a sound machine, which um, I was so excited to listen to rain at night. And it turns out Monkey, my young chihuahua, is horrified of it. She thinks it's really <laughs> raining outside and is. wouldn't let me go to sleep. So we, we won't be using the sound machine anymore. Can I give you a recommendation? Yes, please. Okay, there is a podcast. I don't know if I've told you about this. It's called Sleep With Me. Mm -hmm. Um, I listened to it last night. It's this guy named Scooter, and the whole podcast is designed. He basically gives he either like really like this one I listened to last night. He like rehashes like a Great British Bake Off episode, 
And it's very like he has long meanderings. The way he talks is very soothing. And his thing is he's not even like, oh, I'm here to put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company while you're falling asleep. Mm -hmm. But it puts me to sleep every time. I do a timer. So like for it to turn off after 40 minutes. And usually I fall asleep before he even gets to the story because he does a lot of intro, a lot of talking. He does advertisements. And so if you're you're craving something that's kind of like a TV show, but it's very, it's not, no, no uh, risk of negative messaging very soothing it always put I put it on like while I start brushing my teeth and stuff and oh I love I that. love it I'm gonna do that I'm a big counting back I think I've talked about this on the pod counting backwards yeah. from 100 really does it for me that's uh, a good one Nate Bargatze has a really good joke about it where he goes and then you get to 20 and you're like I don't think this is gonna happen uh so you can just always start higher um so funny but yeah so that's my like personal health goal and I will say like so the nights I was in Hendersonville I didn't do it because it was just like there's not enough weed in the world to make me pass out here in this house um (laughs) the snoring yeah (laughs) so I just put that on I like put like Batman on or something I've seen a million times um but since I've been back in uh Glendale I've done it every night and I have woken up so much more refreshed so like like the alarm goes off and I am up yeah. Like it, it's like a whole new year, new me. I swear to God. It, it really does make a difference. Huge difference. And I can't believe I, cause this was literally my new year's resolution last year, but then something happened that <laughs> I can't recall. That made uh, it hard to just go to bed without <laughs> anything on with just my thoughts. Exactly. Yeah. Like just thinking my thoughts at night is not necessarily the most calming thing. If you're but... a new listener, Katie's house got shot up last year is what we're referring to right now. Yeah, the anniversary is on Tuesday, and I can't believe it's been a year because, like, people go, oh, this year flew by. I feel like this has been the most sludgingly, grudgingly long year, so it's hard for you to believe that it's already, oh, like, it felt long. I cannot believe it's been a year on Tuesday. It's crazy. Yeah, and I actually never posted pictures of it on Instagram or anything because I'm like, you know me. I'm not here to glorify, you know, like, be like, look what a victim. Like, I'll talk about it or whatever, but, like, I feel like. I don't know. It feels like a little self-satisfying. Like, look what bad thing happened to me. Everybody on the, like, I don't know. I just felt weird. Yeah, um, it couldn't be me. I'll be posting those photos as you. Prefer I prefer to um get get in-person sympathy um, or use it as an excuse. Oh, I'm so sorry. I couldn't make it. My house was shot up 12 months ago. That's good. <laughs> um. So, okay, that might be my other New Year's resolution is to finally finish writing the joke about it because I feel like I was doing it then I kind of stopped. So I think I need to just like feel like rejuvenated about it. Cause mm-hmm. I would, I, you know, I'm sure comics listening to this feel the same way where it's like every joke has to be like, well, last week this happened. And like saying like, oh, this, like just like figuring out how to tell it without feeling weird about telling it. Yeah. I think a year is a good, yeah. Cause I think you had so many funny things about it right after. I feel like that happens a lot. So a, a traumatic event happens. People right away talk about it. It's cathartic and then it's funny. But then actually maybe you need some distance from it. Come totally. back feeling a little more healed, a little more fresher set of eyes a year later, I feel like is. Yeah, because it's such a good joke what you had for it. Thank you. Bullet delivery. Bullet delivery. Yeah, I just want to like figure out how. And I always felt like a little like fraudulent talking about it. Like I felt like people didn't believe me even though it was true. And I think that's just like an internal mental problem. Yeah, everyone believed you. Good. What a weird thing to lie about. I know. <laughs> That kid, she's a big old liar.
Well, I hope that uh, all of our listeners, all you freaks out there, please, you could, maybe we can put up a story and you can tell us what your New Year's resolutions are and we'll encourage you. I would love that. Guys, so appreciative of you. I, I said it last week, but I'll say it again. I've had so many people come up to me this past week. Some people that I know, a lot of people that I don't know. I've been getting messages about how much they've um, been enjoying the podcast and it really does mean the absolute world to us. So yeah. Please keep listening. Please, hey, if, if you like this podcast, tell one or two of your friends to check it out. Send them your favorite episode. None of the stinkers, okay? Send them. Don't send them season one is what we're saying. <laughs> send them send them your favorite episode. Encourage them to listen. Uh, yeah, we, we appreciate you all so much. We do. All right. Um, less than a minute left. Love you. See Love you, you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What you say? What that mean? I don't know. Bitch, I'm